0: Welcome to my podcast. When you're listening, I just ask that you keep an open mind. First and foremost, know that I'm not an expert, I make tons of mistakes. But I just wanted to share the wisdom of the people in my life. Thanks for listening.
1: you look at a lot of modern day religions you would see that most of us are pointing to the same thing and that's this ultimate being this ultimate essence this ultimate energy um most of us are most of our our belief systems point to this so what i'm saying is, is that essentially as being christian i can get the 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 fundamental understandings I believe in the dynamic of whatever's moving everything that I've gotten what I need through my lens in order to transcend what was put in place of me which is an institution which is something saying that I can't think this way I can't believe this way or see this way and I have that with my friend you know one of my friends she's sick and to have that understanding and to cross paths and words that that intersect at the same moral understanding, you then have to to highlight the divinity and moments of other other spiritual practices. Yeah, you, you have to acknowledge it, and so this thing that spirituality is coined into and carved into what someone has said is true in the past that we we always assume that history is supposed to um, repeat itself right we always said this history repeats itself and I'm not saying that they're not patterns <laughs> out here um, but we always lend to history as it's, it's the standard like history is the standard, and we ignore the new standards that are being set. We ignore the new revelation that is being made. We ignore the new advances. Evolution is a thing. So, as we evolve, God evolves.
0: Okay. I'm down with that. So, God is in that way, we are one with God in that way.
1: Yes. If, if- Absolutely.
0: I guess I have a more specific question of, like, what is God? Or is God a singular entity? I've, so the, it, from my understanding of the Bible, which, by the way, is limited, I hear—I uh-huh. remember, at least, from church that Adam was created in the image of God. And this seems to be foundational to the patriarchy lie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And how do we reconcile that? And that's—most people, when they think of God, they see not only— a, a physical body. They see a man, and not only do they see a man, they see a white man with a beard.
1: With a beard, right? Uh and that's so funny because you're you're absolutely right. Um and in this premise of however uh it can be understood, there's always a different perspective, right? Uh God made Adam in the image of God. Okay. We can take that as topical <laughs> as we would like to, right, or we can stretch ourselves to a new perspective of or understanding and power mm. right in likeness of power and 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 um I see how th- this is things. I like to say God is also. I believe God is also omniscience. Science is real. and It makes sense, and it falls within the guidelines of understanding what you know. My my understanding of the Bible. with um, science. Huh?
0: You said it falls in line with science.
1: I, no right, science like science can't prove the Bible. But the Bible proves evolution. <laughs> it's like, like, it's all, it's this. It's, I believe that the essence of God is omniscience, which means in this place of God, Adam being at the beginning, right, how we see evolution, uh, like, people are like, no, evolution doesn't exist, why couldn't the beginning be what it is, and that the understanding of good and evil was something yet that we had the capacity to understand as human beings. Why is it that everything has to be, it's a topical understanding. It's actually kind of really poor on like, I think it's really poor for religious leaders not to do the work of of understanding what we have in the natural that does and can fortify us even spiritually like even in our beliefs even even in our belief that we are grappling with because that's what belief is generally no christian is all the way christian and never done anything that is not in line with you know out of line with christianity like we're grappling with these belief systems so science in this understanding that of why patriarchy and the man God made Adam in his image, that's that those are people who empowers that be that did all of this, right? We have to factor in human error in everything. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We have human error into everything and understand that that doesn't take away the foundation of what something is trying to teach me when I know you're lying to me. I know you're trying to make me look at this differently than what it may and could say mm-hmm. or teach me. But also, it's the age-old question for me is I was going to bring it back to your personal journey. Like like I said, um, I follow Christ, but like you heard me saying, I speak with my friends who are sick. I speak with my friends who are um, Muslim and who, who are um, Jewish, who are, I speak and I sit with these people, you know, um, and I, I consume what is good for my soul because I have the ability to feel that. I have the ability to, to, to discern that. I consume what is good for my soul. Wisdom, my, um, my teacher, my uh, professor, Dr. Solon, actually said wisdom is a connection to all things good. Mm. And sitting with the, this this place of knowing that in this world, there's a lot of things that are connected that are wise and that are good. And I, I think you have to bring it back to your own personal journey and your own personal perspective. It is Christ for me, right? It's Mm -hmm. following me and looking at Christ as that figure who came flipping tables like, you guys are crazy, all of this religious institution craziness. What are you talking about? Literally his first action, he came back to address the church. Nobody wants to say that out loud, but Jesus came (laughs) to address the church. Mm -hmm. Like, And it's this thing that people never ask the next question. Why does Jesus have to come back? Why does he have to come back?
0: Usually. Oh, I'm sorry, love. Go
1: ahead.
0: I was going to say, usually when I hear people say that Jesus is coming back, it's because we have basically decayed so much as a society morally And usually that's associated with gays, that's associated with people who are promiscuous, associated with people who do drugs, people who are vulgar, all of these things. Mm -hmm. It's associated with um, immorality that's usually associated with people of color, queer Mm -hmm. people, and promiscuous women. And so you're telling me that that's that's incorrect. That's not why Jesus is coming back.
1: Jesus is coming from a remnant church. And that's his that's his words. <laughs> He's coming back for a remnant church. Um there there is this complex that everybody has that they're supposed to be there they we're supposed to be striving to be godlike big here on earth. Um, that we don't deal with our humanity, that we don't deal with the fact that we are human. And that um, whoever and whatever, which is Jesus for me, is cre- who has created us. Um, he had he had he understood that in creating us. Um, Jesus in himself, he he came back. Everyone's like, be like Jesus. He says, be like me. And everyone assumes it means be like god. Everybody assumes it means white supremacy. Everybody assumes it means I need to have. Some, some or continue on this patriarchal control to the next level because doing it in this small um you know religious context isn't enough um instead of seeing it as a opportunity seeing it as an opportunity for us to evolve seeing it as an opportunity for us uh, uh, to make a shift and a change, and that it—it's really sad. It's really quite quite sad to see that depiction be broken down into something that's more used in harmful measures, rather than seeing the light and the good and the everything else around it.
0: Do you think that the, the the Bible, since its creation, which, by the way, how do we reconcile the Bible's creation? Because yeah. this was, you are a student of theology, so you know the creation of the Bible was a political act in many ways. Yes, it is. yes How do it we reconcile that? How do we reconcile that there are no, there were no women writers? How do we reconcile that?
1: Yeah.
0: When there were women writers.
1: There the were, actually. There were. Um. So I see the Bible. I don't know how other people reconcile it, and I I'm gonna tell you how I reconcile it because that's the only yep. you know really speak from by trusting the thing that is that is um, above me or you know that created it all by trusting Jesus. I trust the dynamic of my ability to see through what has been given to me. Because to say that all of it is bad, which which is to say that there is no good in anything. Like if we say that every single thing, and just, everything is just bad, just bad, it's just bad, it's just bad. It just would imply that there's no good. And I don't agree with that. I believe in the might and the power of the thing that allows me to be me, which is me, you know, um, to be able to show me and, and guide me and allow me to, to see that these structures, I'm seeing it for what it is, but what is preparing me to do is actually combat the thing. It's helping me combat the thing. Like I'm getting inside of the thing. Oh, now I see the thing. I see the thing for what it is. I was brought up in this thing. I know this thing now like the back of my hand. I know it now like the back of my hand. And that liberation that is spoken of at the end. Uh, that liberation that comes with Christ that liberation that is supposed to be freeing from the fact that you think that I'm a drug addict or that you think I'm nothing because I'm a sex worker or you think I'm nothing because I'm queer like instead of living by that none, okay none of that matters
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: like it has allowed me like to see all of the things and call the things what they are. And I agree with you. The church is an institution. It is a, it is the same institution that has oppressed people over and over and over, murder, genocide, all of these different things. These institutions are the things that have done the most harm because those institutions affect our governments. Most of our government is Catholic we used to have bishops just like everyone else here in the 13 colonies church and state were never separate they were never separate so we are not uh, approaching these things and questioning these things and allowing them to evolve beyond if you know the the bible is the living word in christianity it's the living thing it's living jesus is alive he's alive because we are alive mm-hmm. We are the thing that keeps it living. And as we evolve, God evolves. So our understanding of God will evolve. And I just think that right now we have reached the point where there is a cracking point. There is a breaking point. And it is going to coincide with the liberation of Black and Brown people. It only can then, like, when Black Brown people are truly liberated, Tyler, that is when these systems that have oppressed and have been careless and haven't been vetted and have been and and have brutalized and torn apart families. So um, that's when they will fall. It's an inner working thing.
0: But it's a it's an interesting contradiction of black and brown people um, are of the most some of the most religious societies and um, communities
1: okay.
0: But, but they, in many, in many communities, at least I can speak for my own, they abide by these norms that were built around a culture that wanted to oppress them. Yes. There's a contradiction happening there. So how yeah. does, how,
1: There's
0: does, yeah, how does the liberation happen?
1: Right. That It has to be torn down. It, it has to be torn down. Like, it, it has to be questioned. So, so, because you're right all of that is right it has been built around something that we're perpetuating that on our own people like it's crazy that's what we're doing we're putting that right back onto our own people we're being the same thing because that's what we were taught and so many people they don't want to ask the questions we have to keep asking questions um Tyler, you have to ask the question why everybody runs to Leviticus 18 and 22 to tell you that you are going to hell because you're right. gay. We have right. to, why? We have to talk about the religious rules and the religious laws that you're telling people, like all of these things has to, has to be uh, addressed and confronted. And until they're addressed and confronted, we to me, we're dead like like spiritually we're dead we're hollow at that point like it's not no more the living thing that that christians say jesus christ is It's no longer the living thing because i'm i'm dead in it i'm dead bolted i'm locked right here yeah i'm not growing anymore i'm not evolving anymore Forget about what you say. That's contradictory. It's all contradictory, but it takes the people who have who are seeing it for what it is, who are truly vetted in because I'm very passionate about this because it's very important to me to stay ready and open and willing to the next understanding because I know how much people's belief systems affect their lives. This isn't something to dilly-dally with. And a lot of people who get into the profession of pastoring, who get into the profession of these these roles that are um, influencing people's lives, they're not equipped. They are not equipped. They're not equipped emotionally, um, mentally, uh, and they're not equipped educationally because they're not asking the questions. They're not being uh, a partner in the evolution or the living of God. They're not being a partner in that, um, and they get into these places and they have very small understandings of 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 God of the world. they I mean their their viewpoint of the world even yep. like. It's, it's really small, but they're saying these things that are carrying weight and dragging people's lives. And I think it's about time that we, ha- we have people who have some religious integrity and want to speak up about the fact that we are not moving with the spirit of the times. And the spirit of the times is something that's so much more um, so much more personal to the individual who is going through it uh, because we cannot trust the systems around us. We cannot trust, we can only trust the inner thing that's bigger than us. It, it really is the, like the moment in time where we can only trust the thing that's bigger than us because everything else is a lie. Everything else is false and we have to rebuild that. And right now I wanna like give everyone, um, you know, I wanna give everyone the, the invitation to take a space to to grapple with life and spirituality for yourself, like regardless of anything that you've heard, but liken to what your your spirit and your soul is comforted in um mm-hmm. and and start there there's there's nothing that all the lies and everything else can give you because we know it all has to be torn down and rebuilt. we know it all has to, but this, this concept that God is coming back for every um, person who is all of the, the drugs and the morally ill, da-da-da-da, our, our envision of the word immoral is so lopsided and skewed by patriarchy and what we were taught, immoral being that you're worried about whether I'm a drug addict. And whether I have sex, because I'm going to stop saying, oh, I'm homosexual. I like, like, I have sex with who I have sex with, right? I'm, I am uh, uh, sexually fluid. So you, you have this understanding of these things are bad rather than these systems that are in place that are literally crumbling humanity, that are literally killing our earth, messing up our climate and your your depiction of immoral as whether i have sex with someone or not right enough is enough of that
0: but the thing and is the, the thing is is that i agree with what you're saying about the institutions and about seeing them for what they are i think what you said that like uh, <laughs> the system coming down is going to be reliant on like religious folk who have a conscience Mm -hmm. speaking up about this and universalizing this but Mm -hmm. would it not be quicker to I guess it's impossible to to, to, uh, talk to atheists and agnostic folk but those many of those people are the ones who see it for what it is many of those are the people (laughs) that see it for what it is but they lack a spiritual lens or many of them lack a spiritual lens
1: but they're still needed because their their spirituality is it's not it's not dormant it's not gone because they choose not to address it <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>